Hey everybody, PBR announcer Matt West, along with my good friend rodeo announcer Garrett Yergin, and we're here to introduce you to some of the greatest athletes in the world. Every week we're going to take you under the American hat of some of the most prolific rodeo athletes from all over Western sports. Get ready, this is going to be a great time. This is Positive Times Talk, and it starts right now. Hey everybody, Matt West, welcome to Positive Times Talks, and my guest this week needs no introduction, but just to be professional, he is a PBR World Finals champion. He's a PBR World champion, a future Hall of Famer, an entrepreneur, a husband, a father. Did I miss anything, Coop? I don't think so. I think he nailed it all. NFR qualifier. I mean, there's yeah, so much going on. But Cooper Davis, uh, Coop, thanks for hanging out with us. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Well, I want to start with this. I'm looking behind you. What buckles are above your hat right now? Uh, really just some – some of the first buckles I ever wanted a rodeo, and then uh, I think the World Finals buckle right there, and then uh, one of last year's events buckles. You've got so many. Do you just have them, like, scattered all over your house where you don't even know what's where? A little bit. I just gave them to Caitlin and told them to put them wherever, and uh, that seems to be the, be the easiest thing to do. She's happy. I'm happy with where they're at as long as I can find them. So I feel uh, like that's pretty much the husband thing is just here you go, uh, make it look good. That's what happens around our house anyways. Yeah, that's that's what the smart husband does, I think. That's right. There's a there's a lot that I want to unpack here in this conversation. I guess I'll talk about most recently where we just came from. We had an event aboard the deck of the USS Lexington. Um, I know myself, hands down, coolest venue, coolest event I've ever been a part of. What was that like for you? Uh, it was really cool. You know, it's uh, part of the history that's taking place on that ship or. Uh you know, vessel, whatever, you, whatever the correct term is, uh, you know, before us, that's, that's what all that boils down to. It's just, uh, a neat, neat setup to ride a bull on, uh, never in my wildest imagination that I ever think that I'd ride a bull on, uh, over water in any kind of way like that. So, yeah, uh, really just neat. And on the deck of an aircraft carrier that has so much history and you know in what our military has been able to do and, and continue to keep all of us free it's just it's such a unique part of history and, and now to make it a part of bull riding history i think is is truly special that being said uh good opportunity for us to give back to the military men and women and, and those heroes and that's what that event was all about yeah absolutely you know whenever you can give back to something like that and uh you know those guys don't get enough credit for all that they do. The, the reason that we're here today being able to do this is, is for the sacrifices that they make, uh, you know, not being able to see their family and being over there fighting for us and, and, and fighting for all the freedoms that we have today. Uh, it, it just goes, uh, I don't want to say it goes unseen, but it, it, we don't know what all they have to go through so that we have the life that we do. Yeah, there's a lot of sacrifices that, that we don't see. And I think that sometimes we take for granted how fortunate and how blessed we are to, to have all of those heroes. Um, there was a lot more giving back. And I know you're not one to really talk about things like this. And so I, I will bring it up. Um, I think you were kind of the, the leader in the donation back to Amadeo Campos Silva's family. I know that we lost uh, Amadeo due to a tragic accident not too long ago. Um, you and the rest of the athletes of the PBR really stepped up this past weekend in Corpus Christi. Yeah, so uh, I went to Amadeo's house uh, beginning of last week and, you know, seeing his family there and, and you know, how tough it was on them and, and knowing what all they've gone through just for him to be able to be here riding bulls with us. And, uh, you know, we thought what a better way to 
commemorate him than to be able to help, you know, fulfill what he came over here to do, which was to take care of his family. And mm-hmm. we all get on bulls throughout the week, practice bulls, whatever. And, uh, you know, being able to go to, you know, Cowboys for a cause, what better way to, you know, replicate that than to help try to take care of one of our own. And, uh, you know, we all got on for, to, uh, you know, and donated every, every portion of what was going to be won uh, back to his family just so that he could, uh, you know, kind of fulfill what his, his destiny was to be here. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's so special because not only did you guys donate the prize money, which was a hundred thousand dollar purse, that was exceptional. The PBR stepped up and they said, we'll match everything that the athletes are going to do. So there's another 200,000. And I know there was a couple of corporate partners in the PBR that, that both throw in uh, some donations, 25 grand a piece. The PBR said, we'll match that. So, Three hundred thousand uh, dollars at least to Amadeo's family. I think that truly shows what a what a family uh, we really are in the PBR. I mean, it, it's special when you know that you're going to be able to take care of other people's families. Absolutely, you know, and that's when we were talking about it. You know, if it was any of us, we'd all be doing the same thing for each other. And uh, you know, we're one big family. So when it comes to something like that, I want to make sure that everybody's taken care of. And no, it's yeah. not going to bring their son back, but. You know, it, it will show that, uh, you know, maybe they'll have, have something they can look back on and and have a memory of him and, and just be happy that, uh, you know, have the memories they got to spend with him. Well, hats off to you and all the guys and, and everybody that, that helped make that such a special event. Talking about uh, enjoying family. I know Matt got to come to the USS Lexington. It was kind of a, uh, a Mac and dad trip. How did he enjoy the boat? He loved it. Uh, we had some family there and. Uh, he got to walk around with them and, and kind of explore. And, uh, yeah, he had, had fun with, with Keith there, I guess. But, no, he uh, he was telling me all about it. He had he had more fun than I think anybody else on that boat. Really cool shot there of Mac and Keith Money from American Hats taking it in. Uh, not a lot of people on the boat, but those people that were there truly felt like it was uh, something special. Speaking of – Feeling like something special. There's a whole lot of news in the air as of late. You were part of a press conference in Fort Worth not too long ago, Dickey's Arena, uh, packing up and moving to Texas, the PBR World Finals. What do you think about it? I'm excited about it. I love uh, I love the change. You know, back in the day, whenever they moved the rodeo from Oklahoma City to Vegas, I'm sure there were a lot of people that were, you know, kind of leery about it. But yeah. uh, that became the new home. That became the, the new – final spot for for everything and uh, I think this is going to be the same deal you know when everybody comes to Fort Worth they're going to realize that this is a new home for the PBR World Finals and and they're going to look forward to it little kids that are watching it on TV they're going to say the same thing that you know they want to ride at Dickey's Arena whenever they're old enough and they want to make the finals and be in Fort Worth so I think it's a good move. Well there's a lot going on in in downtown Fort Worth the stockyards um that area is continuing to expand and grow. I know that, you know, the Cowboy Channel's right there in the heart of the stockyards. There, there is a lot of opportunity for people that, not just people that grew up in the Western culture, but people that want to be cowboy even for a weekend. I mean, it, it's right there. It, it's at your fingertips. You can go pick up a new American hat and, and be a cowboy, even if it's just for a weekend. That's it. You know, whenever I was old enough to start coming to Fort Worth, that's what I realized. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. Fort Worth is a cowboy town but it's also a town that everybody comes to just to learn about the cowboy culture and, and to be a part of it for just a weekend. So uh, you're going to see people from all walks of life, which, you know, 
yeah, you see it in Vegas too, but they're coming here to get the cowboy culture and to be a part of, of rodeo. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, I think you're probably the same way. Um, most of us, that's really all we ever wanted to be was a cowboy when we were kids. That's it. Yeah. I mean, whenever I was old enough to walk, I had a rope in my hand, uh, you know, and it took a little convincing to get my parents to let me ride bulls. But uh, yeah, I mean, from the time I was little, that's all I wanted to do. If uh, if Matt comes to you and says he wants to be a bull rider, what are you going to tell him? We're going to go buy another set of golf clubs. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you think you're going to try to talk him out of it, huh? You know, there's no talking him out of it. There was no talking me out of it. Uh, if, and on a serious note, if, if he came to me and really wanted to ride bulls, and you know, I feel like that'd be uh, okay. He's got a good teacher, but I don't I don't push it on him. I don't want to make him right. feel like he has to. Uh, whatever he does in life, but I want it to be his his decision. Uh, right. But then when we get to it, I want to be all in on it if we're going to do it. Yeah. I know that, that you guys spend a lot of time together in the outdoors. We'll get to that in, in a minute. But I want to go back to the World Finals moving to Fort Worth because that's not going to be too terribly far from your home, is it? No, it's only going to be about 45 minutes. And that's what Kayla and I were talking about. You know, we can go. He doesn't have to miss school. I can go pick him up at school, and then we can go to the PBR World Finals, which – uh, something I never thought I'd be able to do, and uh, I'm excited about it. Okay, random question. World Finals, do you stay in a hotel close to the arena, or do you drive home every night? I'm going to my house. I like sleeping in my own bed. Uh, there's no reason to buy a hotel room whenever I can go right back home. I, I think we're, we're very similar in that sense. Like, every chance I can go home, I'm going to go home. We spend a lot of time on the road, so it's, it's nice to just get home, even if it's for a few hours. Yeah, there's been weekends I thought about flying home just for the day so I can go back to the bull riding that night. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Any, any Like you said, anytime I get a chance to go home, I'm going home. Yeah, trust me. I, I know that feeling. And, and whether it's a kid or just the dogs at home, you want to get home and spend as much time as you can with them. Finals moving to Fort Worth from Las Vegas. But Las Vegas is a town that's been pretty good to you going way back to your first trip, the, the trip to the National Finals Rodeo. What was it like to walk in to the Thomas and that could be a part of the NFR? No, I don't think there's ever going to be a feeling like that again. Uh, from the time I was a little kid, you know, I, I remember seeing those yellow buck, and, yellow buck and shoots, and that's all I wanted to do was go to the yellow buck and shoots and, uh, you know, ride in on the grand entry that day. And you hear he's from Texas, you know, like that's that's yeah. it. Bob Tallman. And, uh I don't know. I mean, that's just a cool memory that I'll never forget. And uh, I mean, something I'll cherish forever. You mentioned Bob Tallman. I think he's one of the, the iconic people. There's so many voices of, of Western sports that we've all looked up to and, and kind of thought was a part of our history, whether it was as a fan or as an announcer or bull rider. Um, but I know that you've picked up a microphone, whether it was just goofing around or whatever. Do you think you could ever see yourself doing TV or, or anything like that? Yeah, I might I might would venture off into the into the TV, the commentating side of things. As far as an announcer goes, I don't think I could ever do it. Uh, I mean, you've got a tough job, and uh, I can talk about bull riding all day long. But when there's a dead space, that's when it gets rough for me. Well, you're you're really good at being that side. We see Justin McBride every week on the PBR's broadcast, but you're really good at that. Um, you've got a good eye for the sport, obviously. So I think it's something you'd be really good at. And maybe, you know, down the road, 10, 15, 20 years from now, when, when Coop decides to hang it up and becomes a part of the Hall of Fame or the Ring of Honor, maybe that's something that uh, us fans can look forward to, huh? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't think I'll be retiring in 10 or 15 years. It's, it's more like 
five years maybe but come on man i was trying to drag out a little extra okay Ooh, bob is dragging <laughs> out a little extra um nfr obviously uh, an incredible experience but when you showed up at pbr finals for the first time talk me through that because that's one that uh is going to stick in your mind for a long time yeah so you know that's the first time that i ever really believed in myself that i could go and win an event that prestigious i guess and walking in and seeing your idols from the time you were, you know, big enough to start riding bulls and you walk right. in there and J.B. Mooney and, and uh, Guilherme Marchi and, and guys like that that you looked up to, you know, in that setting, it's surreal. I mean, it's it's a feeling, like I just like the hand bar, you'll never forget it. And uh, Actually, that was my first event win was the, the PBR World Finals. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear my dog in the background, but he's a big Cooper Davis fan, obviously. Uh, he's back here kind of growling. Um, I, that was the first time I remember meeting you. Um, and I had done a little research and I saw the, the NFR tapes. There was a drastic change in, in who you were at the Thomas and Mac and who you were coming into the PBR finals. Not much of a change from your world finals event title to the following year. It didn't take you long to get in the thick of things. No, it didn't. And it, it was that confidence. I mean, I feel like once I had it, I had it and, uh, just kept rolling with it, and uh, you know, bull riding's not a hard sport. It it's you know pretty easy when you let it be. Uh, if you get in your head too much about it, then that's when it gets really tough. And uh, you know, I try to keep it simple. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you won your first trip to the World Finals, right? Yeah, yeah. It was first time you show the PBR Finals, you win the event. We've seen that uh, with a couple other guys, namely Jose Vitor Lemmy last year, Boudreaux Campbell. If, if you're talking to a guy like Boudreaux and you come off a big win like that, big event, what do you, what's the advice you give him? Uh, you know, keep your head down, you, you know, keep the wins, uh, keep a short-term memory wins and losses because, you know, you can go think too far ahead and think you got it done and or think you got it won and then you can get in your head about a buck off too and that can, can really mess up a lot of things. So uh, keep a short-term memory and, and keep your head down, keep hustling. Okay. Uh, you're going to talk about bull riding in every interview you've ever done. Let's move past it because we know you've got the world title. We know you're in contention for another world title this year, future Hall of Famer, obviously all those things. But now you're a big YouTube star, man. I mean, maybe maybe a YouTube co-star, right? Uh, Tell me about this YouTube channel. Yeah, so I'm a big uh, YouTube videoer, uh, Max the Star. You're the cameraman. I'm the cameraman, yeah. All so. what it is, you're the cameraman for That's Max. That's it, man. No, he, uh, I don't know, kids these days, that's all they see is YouTube, and they want to be a YouTube star, and, and uh, so I said, let's get a video camera and start videoing your hunts, and, and you can tell me all about it, and, you know, he's, he's living his best life, he looks every day, and he's, he's trying to get to that K, uh, 1K, so. How uh, old is he? He's six. He's six, and he's trying to get to a thousand followers on YouTube. What's he's the YouTube channel? It's Mac and Dad Outdoors. He's, uh, I think he's got 909 followers right now. And he thinks he's the biggest thing going. I mean, he's he's adamant about it. He is the biggest thing going, man. I mean, I watched the video. The other day. You guys left the USS Lexington and went straight to work. Oh yeah, went straight to straight to the deer lease, and uh, he whipped out his phone and started doing his his little pre-show interview, and he was ready to go. I mean, the kid has got a knack for uh, a camera. I mean, he he loves it. Um, he he ended up getting a hog that day. Yeah. And the look on his face, actually, when he when he squeezed the trigger 
You didn't tell him. No. So I, I you know, I was like, I'm going to click it off safety and I was going to tell him, get ready. And then I thought it would take him a second and I was going to turn around and video the hog. Well, by the time that I clicked it off safety and I said now, and he shot, I mean, and nailed it. I mean, he's a, he's six years old, but he's, he's a pretty dang good shot. He's six. His reactions in in every moment to me uh, screams that, man, I hate to say this because he's six years old, but it screams that, like, he's going to be something special. And and whether that's a golfer or a bull rider, there's a good look at, at him getting ready. That's uh, that's on the Mac and Dad Outdoors Instagram page, I believe. But uh, how proud are you in a moment like this when you when you look at him and you see such a – he's a lot like you. Yeah, he's he's just like me, and that's what's so neat about it. You know, I'm proud to, I'm proud of everything he does. But the the coolest thing is just getting to spend the time with him. And if you watch the interview at the end of the deal, he's you know he's the same way. He's like, I'm proud that I got to come out here with my dad. And that's what's special. It's not about going and killing anything or whatever. I mean, it's just about going out there and spending time together and and yeah. getting out of away from a video game. Yeah, I don't know if we have this video, but. I know that you're extremely proud of him, but I want to kind of flip the scenario because what you don't always get to see is his reactions while you're at work. And, and there was a video posted the other day, and I don't know if we have that or not, but his excitement level when you're riding bulls is absolutely through the roof. I mean, he gets his cell phone out. He wants the video. He he really is your biggest fan. He is. Check out the family right there. Max Pump, man. Maxton is pumped. Dad got the job done. It feels amazing, you know, when I get to look back and see the Yeah, man, that's that's cool right there. And every event we leave, he always, you know, he's hoarse the next couple of days and he's he's screaming and uh I mean that's that's really neat to see. I think I've watched that video probably 30, 40 times just because he gets so excited, man. He's so he's so cool. No, yeah, he's a cool kid and he uh he gets real pumped up and he's got more enthusiasm than I do at yeah. twenty six and he's got already got it at six, so uh you got a pretty cool wife too. You guys have started building an empire. She I, I think she is an incredible entrepreneur. Yeah, she is. And, you know, I started out being the coolest person in the household and it didn't take long to, you know, I'm Kate's husband now. It's That's it. You're, I'm third. you're third place, buddy. I'm third place. Maybe fourth. I've got a cat named Zookie and she's she might be cooler than me, too. So You do? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, what's your cat's name? Zookie. Zookie. Don't ask where Mac got the name. There, is, there she is. That's my daughter. So <laughs> my next question was tell me something that people don't know about Coop. But I think this speaks volumes. Hold on, though. Let's get past this because I would have said, can we throw that back up there? I would have said, I'm going to try to pull your man card for holding a cat like a little baby. But look at that shirt. That's a good-looking shirt you were wearing, though. Yeah, man, always repping. You know, uh, I'm a cat daddy, though. I mean. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. All right. So maybe we have something in common. Let's Let's get that one off the screen. Maybe it's not that embarrassing. I guess all the cool guys are cat dads, right? I guess so. Yeah, I mean, we might have to make our Instagram page next. <laughs> Tell me about Zookie. Yeah, so I've never liked cats. I've never been a cat person. And then, Dang. Yeah, I mean, we got her 
we got her for Mac for Christmas because he wanted a pet, and it seemed like an easier pet to deal with than a dog. And uh, yeah, I mean that's the end of the story. She's she's been part of the family. She, I mean, she comes and cuddles. I mean that's that's my other kid. Does she? Uh, is it hard when you leave? Does she? Does she not really like it when you start to to pack to go somewhere? Yeah, she she'll either jump in my bag or or you know it's like she wants to go, and then whenever I get home, she acts out for an hour or two and like I guess punishes us for leaving her and uh yeah it's it's like having another kid yeah it, it really is I got two Dobermans that are the exact same way and when they give you the sad eyes it's it's hard to leave sometimes but it's worth it we got a pretty cool pretty cool life what else does does is there that people don't know about Cooper Davis man I don't know I feel like I've done enough interviews and I don't know talked enough about my life that pretty much it's out there. yeah i mean it is what it is all right let's get down to uh to business it is obviously positive times american hat company has been so integral in in all of our careers and our lives our everyday lives what is your go-to choice what's your go-to american hat mine's the original bangora uh it's been my go-to hat since i've been able to put a hat on and uh, i feel like it's a hat that's never changed so, I mean, anytime that I go get a hat, that's what it is. And I'll go buy three or four of them just to make sure I've got enough to get me through the summer. And, and uh, yeah, that's it. And you're down in the heat of Texas. So it's basically straw season for you year round. Absolutely. And uh, whenever we lived in Southeast Texas, it was even worse because it was hot and humid and uh, a little bit of, a little bit of straw never hurt anybody to get a little bit of vent ventilation. Yeah, no, especially down there, the humidity down there, especially like where we were at this weekend, Corpus Christi, it's different there than it is anywhere else in the world. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's hot, it's humid. Uh, you can walk outside and uh, get all sticky and sweaty in a matter of seconds. So, uh, Good news is next year's PBR finals in May, we can all wear T-shirts if we need to. Yeah, that's it. You don't have to worry about getting too cold in Texas most of the time, not unless you have another ice storm, but yeah. 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 Well, it is positive times. So I kind of want to wrap things up with this. If you had to stop thinking and, and look back to your three most positive times in your life, could you put those three out there? Pretty easily. Uh, getting to marry my wife uh, would have had to been one or two and then having Max and that's another one that runs right there hand in hand. And uh, I guess biggest self-accomplishment would have been one of the uh, you know, the world championship. Yeah. I think that uh, speaks volumes about who you are as a man. And, and I know we talk about this a lot, but I'm just so proud of, of who you are as a human, uh, proud to know you as a friend and uh, super proud of everything you're doing in life. You're an incredible husband. You're an incredible father. And uh, we know that you're an incredible bull rider. First of maybe multiple world titles. What do you, what do you look forward to the rest of the season? Yeah, you know, I'd, I'm just looking forward to going and staying on some more bulls, and uh, I've learned to not put a whole lot of emphasis on a world title until the end of the PBR World Finals, because you can win it or you can lose it there, and uh, the more you think about it, the harder it gets, and uh, I don't know, I really don't pay that much attention to points anymore, so. Yeah, yeah. Just, just show up and do your job. Yeah, go stay up and go stay on them and see where it, where it ends up. We're going to do it again in Las Vegas in November. Uh, I have a feeling this November is going to be one that we will never forget. You? 
Yeah, me too. You know, I think uh, I think it's going to be a finals that everybody wants to wants to be a part of, and and uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It seems like this year the guys are riding really well. Uh, everybody's happy to be there, and and uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just going to be another uh, unforgettable finals. There you go. Uh, a lot of big things happening in the world of bull riding, especially in the world of the PBR coupe. Uh, thanks for taking the time to do this. How can people follow you? How do people get connected with you? We talked about the YouTube channel, but what about social media? Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram. I think uh, my username is Cooper T D A V, and then uh, I've got a Facebook page. And Wait, what? Cooper T D A V, like Cooper Todd Davis. You, know, you couldn't spell out Davis? No, it wouldn't let me because there was some somebody already took it. Uh, wait, what other Cooper Davis is there in the world? I don't know. I mean, but like, it, like when you go like at Cooper T D A V, that's me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big social media guy. If I yeah, didn't have that one, I would, but, There uh, it is. We got to get your social media team on top of that. And so we can uh, go ahead and get, you got the blue check mark. I guess you don't need the IS, huh? I don't guess. I don't even know what that is, but. I can sit here and pretend to know what I'm talking about in terms of social media, but we all have help. So yeah, uh, Instagram is your go-to. Yeah, Instagram is my go-to. I got a Facebook page. You can follow me on there, uh, and then Twitter. I think I've got one of those, but I'm not very active on it. So I think and then, we. I and then there's Mac and Dad Outdoors on YouTube. And Mac and Dad Outdoors on YouTube, and it's spelled out A N D, right? That's right. All right, man. Well, again, thanks for doing this with us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, good luck the rest of the season. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. You bet. Big thanks to American Hats for making it all possible. There you go. Make sure you're following Cooper Davis, the champ, and uh, potentially a two-time world champ very, very soon. I'm Matt West. You can follow me at Matt L. West. This has been Positive Times. Don't miss us every time we show back up for American Hats. Positive Times Talk. That's this week's episode of Positive Times Talk. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Follow American Hats on all your favorite social media platforms and be sure and tune in with us again the next time we join together for Positive Times.